0: One time for Tazi, hey, two time for the people, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> That was an epic fail. Can I just say that? I tried, give me crescendo. No, no, we're not going there. No. <laughs> but that's okay. I'll do this for you guys all day, every day, anytime. Maybe not, but I'll try. But listen, I'm just so excited. And if you could see me, you would understand that I'm smiling ear to ear. This is the best thing ever, and I'm so glad you guys can be a part of it. I mean, why would Tazzy Talks be without you guys? One heck of a boring podcast, but mm-mm, that's not us, no. And we're going to have such a good time. So, if I haven't had the privilege of meeting you just yet, my name is Taz, actually Tazia, affectionately known as Taz or Tazzy. I absolutely love storytelling. I love meaningful conversations. But more than anything, I love the art of storytelling itself. I find many stories compelling. I think stories humanize us. They make us better people. Stories are important for civilization. And I'll dare say they're sacred. I truly believe they are. And that's why I think more than ever the time is now to really harness the art of storytelling but also to preserve our right to tell stories based on our vision of events because listen if we're not telling stories someone else is and those stories may not be as accurate or truthful so we need to speak truth to power yes <laughs> fist pump goes up But well, you get the gist now why storytelling for me look stories have always been a huge part of my identity and my upbringing I mean i've been raised in a zambian household with a brilliant storyteller for a father and he seized every opportunity he got to tell stories like i could go on and on and on in sharing how my father would sit my siblings and i down and he would tell us stories about our ancestry like from the chewa people of malawi and how they migrated into the eastern province of zambia and settled there hence became part of the tumbuka clan so it's all these things that shaped who i am and I can look back and truly say you know what i wear my identity with a badge of honor because i know who i am i know where i've come from i know my people and that's a beautiful thing but in saying that i think not just zambians africans are some of the most brilliant storytellers you can fight me on this but listen it's the truth through music through dance our interactions with other people and there's a lot of things that go unsaid but everyone kind of gets it I like even how food is such a huge part of storytelling. You never go wrong there. But it's a beautiful thing. And through all of that, I think I've learned to appreciate that stories do matter. And stories are nuanced, but they are so important. Now, 2015 was definitely a game changer for me. One being, I relocated cities. So I moved from Perth, Australia, to Sydney, Australia. And still in Sydney, yes! But during that transition i purchased a book that was called chapter one now chapter one is a book written about thank you which is a social enterprise side note thank you has some of the best products listen you need to check them out if you've got a baby but check out the baby care range but then if you're an adult trying to do this adult journey grab hand sanitizers grab bath soaps, anything in that range of self-care listen you won't be disappointed anyway that's aside but this book was written about the story of thank you which is a social enterprise and i like that they flipped the whole script on this so most autobiographies are written towards the end of someone's life or when lots of work has been achieved but i love the idea of writing the story as it's happening and that's the story of thank you and it's written by one of its co-founders daniel flynn now i've had the privilege of listening to daniel speak twice and i'm always moved and compelled by his story because i think it's one of the most beautiful ones so i'll leave that for you to do check out in your own time but in saying that i think it was really pivotal at that time that i read the book because it made me realize that you know what it's not the big big steps that you take even though those are important it's the small actions And decisions you make every day consistently that make change in the world and that's an important thing to note so anyway i read this book and it was written in landscape as well so i was like yes i can actually read a book in a week because this book was written for me it was in landscape the font was right the book had stuff i wanted to listen to or rather read so it was amazing and after reading that book I went through a process of just trying to figure out what it is I could do to make a difference using what I had in my hand, using what I had in my heart and what was in my head. And so at that time, it was mostly just being, I guess, conscious of other people's realities in knowing that I may not fully understand what poverty is or what extreme poverty even is. But it's important to note that whilst I can live a life that has many privileges, there's someone else that doesn't have the same opportunities I do and it's about understanding what I could do or what I could be a part of in the grand scheme of things to make sure that someone has a second chance at life or someone even has a chance at life. So that that's just an epic thing really. But also in 2016, so fast forward from reading this book and feeling absolutely inspired. Come 2016 I got nominated to attend a national leadership forum. Now, that's a big deal. If you're in Australia and you're a young leader, listen. This was a big deal. So a friend of mine, shout out to Mimi, nominated me to attend the National Leadership Forum and it was based on faith and values. So it's a forum that's hosted by an independent organization called the National Leadership Forum. And it's really a space that's been created for national leaders to meet and really understand what leadership means to them and what servant leadership means. And so nominators for the forum could be members of parliament, could be business owners, could be uh, members of community organizations or non-governmental organizations, or university chancellors or vice chancellors. So I mean, there's a whole caliber of people who could nominate you to attend the event. So I got nominated by a friend and my application was successful. So I made it to this forum and it went on for four days and we got grouped into smaller groups. So it was about five people in each group and there must've been a hundred or so odd, odd delegates attending. And over those four days, I would get to meet strangers interact with them and get to know them on a one-on-one basis and we also had the space to sit in on parliament debates but also to meet members of parliament in our small groups and just understand what leadership means to them and what servant leadership meant for them and how they were leaving out their purpose i guess in a nutshell so it was also really nice to see the other side of politics the less ugly side we don't get to see this the more human side to it i guess um it was quite interesting interacting with people i had never met before strangers more so the thing that stood out the most for me was the evening session so we would sit and meet in our collective pods so no we would meet as a collective over dinners and at the start of the day but then towards mid-afternoon or not mid-afternoon towards afternoon to the end of the day we would then meet in our small pods and just go around just a recap of the day what stood out for us but then each person in the pod would take an opportunity to share a little bit about themselves and their story and we had two facilitators and one co-facilitator aside from the five delegates so we'd each take our attends i guess just sharing our journeys and what's brought us to where we are and why we're attending the forum so the night i shared for starters i was a little bit nervous because the question i don't know about you but then being asked what my story is is always mind-boggling i'm like okay what do you mean what's my story and where do i begin sharing what my story is there was a little bit of guidance in that but that made me realize that there's absolutely power in sharing a story i felt so empowered and not to say that i didn't really know who i was or where i'd come from but The fact that I could share my story based on my own version of events uninterrupted and just being given a platform and a space to do that was life-changing. I sobbed through sharing my story because I couldn't believe (laughs) what was being said. It just made me appreciate who I am, um, my people, my parents, oh gosh. It made me appreciate my extended family and the people who've always been around and just the journey thus far and maybe even appreciate god's goodness um and so i shared my story that night was wrapped up many tears were shed, absolutely many farm like all the feels were felt i went back to my room and i was sobbing uncontrollably i remember ringing my mom and dad and crying and i had the bath running and i was crying but it wasn't crying because i was so distressed no i was crying because I felt so free and excited at the same time and I remember saying to my dad I said look my life has changed my life will never be the same after this I mean how could your life be the same anyway you've just shared your story to strangers like people I hadn't interacted with before and I guess I was sharing very personal details of my life to that point and so it was something that was definitely huge but that's part of it like harnessing the power of vulnerability and interacting with people who you are unlikely to even meet again or to ever see again. So that was beautiful in itself. And I left the forum with withdrawals. Like I could not believe what had just happened. Those four days went by very quickly. I was stunned at the fact that I could not, I could not feel myself. I knew something had changed after that. So from then on, For that next week, like I did a lot of journaling and writing down why I thought my story was important, that's for one, and why I thought I had to listen to other people's stories and why this world, in as much as it's big, is really so small. And the next practical steps I was going to take to make sure that I'm actively interacting in that space and sharing stories and listening to stories. So fast forward from then to date... It's been quite a journey and I've learned to value stories of people that I've met along the way. And in saying that though, I think I'm sometimes very careful in that in as much as I know that people have stories, people aren't all this or rather, I'll say this right. In as much as I know people have stories, people aren't just their stories. There, That's what I was trying to say. So it's been... A, a sweet spot of just learning to interact with different people to listen to their stories and their journeys and where they're at but at the same time truly recognize that we're all work in progress we're all constantly changing and we're not static and culture in itself is not static as well so we're all moving and growing and learning and our situations our life events are shaping us so that's a beautiful thing um also last year last year was 2019 maybe the year before i went to the museum of contemporary arts here in sydney i uh, can't remember what the exhibition was but i remember once i got to to the start of this tour the tour guide stopped because there was a group of us the tour guide stopped us all and just gave an acknowledgement of country now if you're not in australia an acknowledgement of country is done at the start of events or meetings and it's just to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land which is the indigenous people of the particular area where the meeting is being held so in this instance i can't remember i'm not even going to try and replicate how this lady had given the acknowledgement of country but it was something along the lines of i would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which we stand and then she said and so on and so forth Um, And then afterwards, something that struck and hit quite different was, and I would also like to acknowledge your stories. And I said, hang on, wait a minute. I've never heard this one like this. And she went on to say, because I recognize that each one of you have come in here with stories of your own events that have shaped you as people. So we would like to acknowledge that and welcome you into our museum. I was like, oh my word. I was almost crying. I'm like, someone tell me why I'm crying. (laughs) Crazy. I know. I was doing the absolute most, but I was quite stunned because i would not had an acknowledgement of country done like that before. That's for one. But also the fact that this woman said, I would like to acknowledge that you've come into our museum and you've brought in your own stories and your life events that have shaped who you are so that's welcome here as well i say that is epic if i ever meet that woman again i'd like to give a handshake and maybe a hug maybe just a handshake because of social distance i don't know but it was really beautiful and it left me thinking after that exhibition i said wow yes how many times do we actually recognize people and their stories and what has brought them to where they are and I guess that's a danger in a single story. We often meet people and we think, yep, um, in very little interactions we have with them, we think we know so much about them when we don't. And this can happen with family as well and with siblings or with parents because we hold on to the vision of events that we know. When, no, there's so much to people. There's so many stories that make them who they are. So all of this to say, I absolutely love stories, I love storytelling, I'm constantly inspired by people around me, the everyday people, Um, (laughs) one of my friends listening will know this, I love the little potatoes of this world, the everyday regular people making a difference, shout out to you, I think your stories are important, they matter, I would love to listen to your stories and I'm excited to see where this goes. and yes feel free to reach out if you've got stories you would love me to listen to absolutely would love to but i guess just think about what it is that makes you you and where you have come from and why that's so important because that needs to be acknowledged that is key to who you are all right all right my friends thanks for listening in there's been lots of mumbling in here absolutely loved it i will see you all very soon same place I'm not going to say the same time. And take care, stay safe. Practice social distance.